through this special Global Intelligencer bonus podcast of the blog post, strategic question number five for 2022. What's next for the quadruple entente? The strategic question series is our review of the five most impactful global security issues facing policymakers from Washington to Warsaw and onward to Tokyo. The aim is to bring focus on certain issues to better understand the turbulent international security arena. Socrates founded the discipline of asking questions in order to explore complex ideas and to open up issues and problems to get to the heart of the matter. I'm so glad you're here with me to explore these thought-provoking questions and answers with me, Wynne Trevet II, the Global Intelligencer. Given the broad scope of the first question, a podcast episode is devoted to each member of the Quadruple Entente, starting with China today. First, I invite you to stay ahead of the headlines with the twice-weekly early warning podcast, which gives you a review of the three news stories from the world of global security, political risk, and military conflict. Don't miss the next issue. Subscribe today at globalintelligencer.substack.com. Here is a quote to start the review of the quadruple entente. Quote, Similarly, even as we focus on deterring China and imposing costs on Russia, we cannot ignore threats emanating from other states like Iran and North Korea. Managing these risks while bolstering great power deterrence will be no small order. This is from the written testimony of Michelle Flournoy before the Senate Armed Services Committee, March 1, 2022. China, Russia, Iran, and North Korea form a quadruple entente, QE, to oppose and undermine the U.S.-created post-World War II international order. Through diplomatic, military, and economic cooperation, the QE pursue their national interests with a common goal to dislodge Western influence in their respective regions and across the globe. All members of the QE represent both conventional, nuclear, and asymmetric threats, cyber, space, and or terror, to the rules-based international order. They are revisionist powers with regional and global ambitions, offering multidimensional threat vectors confronting their main enemy, the United States, its allies, and partners across the world. At this time, all is not going well for the four parties, however. So we turn to our first country in the quadruple entente, China. Chairman Xi Jinping's China dream is a challenge for freedom-loving people in the world. China seeks its past glory and its rightful place in the world guided by the humiliation narrative of the Chinese Communist Party as justification for its repressive domestic and bullying foreign policies. China now faces international resentment for its fumbling of its response to COVID, where the virus originated. The authoritarian regime's opaqueness and proclivity to hide embarrassing information contributed to the spread of the virus to reach the pandemic level 
which has led to 6.2 million deaths as of this report. Ironically, COVID now ravages China like other countries before. China is experiencing devastating effects to its economy, exacerbated by Chairman Xi's zero-COVID policy directives. As a consequence, the world's number two economy is ailing from draconian lockdowns, especially in Shanghai, the world's number one container port. The economic consequences are tighter supply chains and thus shortages of basic goods in many markets, including the U.S. Beijing also has unequivocally supported Moscow's invasion of Ukraine, namely by buying Russian oil, a perhaps costly error as the images of mass graves, bloody streets, and bombed-out buildings continue to be beamed from the war zone. The Sino-Russo-Entente was presaged by the February 2022 declaration, which outlined mutual interests in a gamut of issues and regions during the Beijing Olympics. And how quickly the mere words of Beijing and Moscow in the joint declaration were contravened by Russia's brutality in Ukraine with its bloody savagery, even for war. Quote, the sides oppose the return of international relations to the state of confrontation between major powers when the weak fall prey to the strong. Well, a weaker Ukraine, at least at the onset, seemed about to fall to a stronger Russia. Additionally, as a report by Rusi points out, one has to understand the CCP's stance on Ukraine's through the prism of great power competition, opposition to the U.S., and its vision of an illiberal international order, where the European Union is disunited and the U.S. isolated after being ejected from the Indo-Pacific region. Closer to home, the CCP's man in Hong Kong, John Lee, was just selected as the city's new chief executive. Well in an absurd, unopposed election, thus capping its campaign since July 1997 with the handover from Britain to China to disembowel the once-free former British colony. With Hong Kong subjugated, Beijing is free to concentrate on its ultimate target, the so-called rebellious Taiwan, referred to as the, quote, inalienable part of China, unquote, in the joint Sino-Russo declaration back in February. North Korea and Iran are Chinese proxies to take on the United States at a low cost to Beijing in Asia and the Middle East, respectively. China happily helps the duo as a proliferator of nuclear technology. But the party's ambitions are not only confined to Earth. The People's Liberation Army seeks to dominate outer space, especially the so-called Lagrangian points, to seek a strategic advantage in the heavens. However, China has been deemed by its dilatory COVID response, the brusque takeover of Hong Kong, and its unalloyed public support of Russia in Ukraine. While Chairman Xi Jinping will get his third term of power at the 20th National Congress in the fall, essentially cementing his lifetime leadership of China, 
these troubled times should cause the CCP to rethink its approach towards Taiwan and delay any aggressive moves of quote-unquote reunification at least until 2023. Ultimately, the Chinese Communist Party seeks primacy by placing the Middle Kingdom in the center of the international system, dislodging the United States and ruling with an iron fist over freedom-loving countries. Stay tuned for tomorrow's episode, What's Next for the Quadruple Entente, Russia. Meanwhile, get a unique perspective on global security, political risk, and military conflict when you subscribe to the Global Intelligencer podcast at globalintelligencer.substack.com. Thanks for being with me today for this review of What's Next for the Quadruple Entente. I'm Wynne Trevette II, the Global Intelligencer.